I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about a breakup, an engagement, the possible return of a Bridgerton star, Rihanna's baby name reveal, Sandra Bullock's hospitality, and how to attend a party at Drake's house. We're discussing all of this and more with Sammy Sage. Sammy is the co-founder and CCO of Betches Media, host of the Betches Sup and Morning Announcements podcast, and pop culture enthusiast who uses her platform to educate her followers and give them tools to learn about current political topics. Sammy is an OG pop culture expert, and we're so lucky to have her. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Do You. Today, I have as my co-host, someone who, I don't know, I feel like you're like an OG. Is that like a compliment, do you feel? Or does it make you feel like, I don't know, ancient? Because you're not It's a compliment to me. Okay. I'm happy to be ancient. It doesn't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So with us today is Sammy Sage. She is the co-founder and CCO of Betches Media. What's that? Creative? Chief Chief Creative Creative Officer. Officer. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Host of Betches Sup and Morning Announcements Podcast and Pop Culture Enthusiast who uses your platform to educate your followers and give them tools to learn about current political topics. I love that. So you kind of like fuse the two, pop culture and politics. Yeah, I um, I feel like I sort of view politics almost as a Bravo reunion that's really ongoing. And I don't know. I find th- I find it so interesting to sort of view like the news and current events through the pop culture lens. And there are honestly so many more parallels than I think people even realize. Um, so when I have when I, I basically do a daily morning five minute podcast called The Morning Announcements where I run down the news in like five minutes and I just kind of cover all the headlines and I try to make everything like really relevant to either like pop culture or just like lifestyle things that 
you know, people of our generation would understand rather than, you know, your typical news show or something that you would, you know, read in the New York Times. So I try to just lighten the news to the extent that is possible. I love that. Every time I post about politics, people get so excited and they want more. They want more gossip. They want more information on certain politicians. I get nervous posting about that topic just because it's so corrupt (laughs) at the core that like I feel like I'm doing something so wrong. So I try not to post about politicians, but I have to tell you every time I do, it gets a lot of attention. So people want that information. They want that discourse. So I think that's great. Honestly, I've always felt that on some level it's political or politician related gossip can be more interesting or like at least used to be for the reason that politicians are supposed to be like well-behaved. So when they're not, it's, it's more like incongruous with your expectations than it is when, you know, a celebrity misbehaves. So when a politician acts like a celebrity, I think it's really entertaining. And just to um just not to break news on this recording, but right now Matthew McConaughey is speaking at a press conference at the White House about meeting the Uvalde um the the families of the Uvalde victims. So I feel like just more than ever there's such a crossover and I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more celebrities going into politics in the future. Isn't it rumored that he was going to run for something in Texas? There was a rumor about it. Yeah, I think there's still I think that's ongoing. And I mean, I imagine if he is, you know, giving a press conference at the White House, he it's probably still true or has some basis to it because, you know, that doesn't you don't frequently see celebrities getting involved in that type of thing. If, you know, they don't they don't want that affiliation. It's definitely a very intentional thing that for a celebrity to affiliate them with themselves with a political cause. Yeah, that's a good point. So this could be like a precursor to something bigger for him. Maybe. I think it's definitely possible. And I'm sure it'll also depend on like the feedback he gets. Like if he – if people think if he's well-liked and he gains momentum, then I'm sure he'll keep doing it Um, unless, you know, unless it doesn't – it doesn't go well. But um, a few years ago, I was actually on a South by Southwest panel with his with his wife, and he showed up kind of after the panel, and they were really cute together. So all, yeah. all power to them as a couple. I actually don't hear a lot about him misbehaving. I mean, cheating celebrities is such a big topic on my Instagram account, but... I don't hear much about him stepping out, which is good. We yeah, like I mean, he – to just explain the context of this event, it was like a create and cultivate panel. It was in the middle of the day, and there was, like, no need for him to be there whatsoever. And yet he showed up to, like, pick her up, and he, you know, walked in for a second and, you know, kind of, like – literally he came in to, like, pick her up from the event, and it was really cute. Oh, I love that. And you could, you know, they interacted like for real. You could tell it was not, I mean, it was South by Southwest. So, you know, he knows that people are, you know, they're not stupid. They know people are like around and see them, but, you know, they live in Austin. So, or I I believe they live in Austin. Um, But yeah, so they were definitely like really cute. And it seemed, it seemed genuine in 2019. So, Yeah. So moving on, let I have a couple of things I just want to touch on and then we can get into some more meaty topics. But the first thing is somebody just sent me a DM and it says, I heard that Roger Jean Page from season one of Bridgerton is in talks to come back to Bridgerton because his career didn't take off like he thought it would after season one. And after he refused to come back for season two without a huge payday, this person wants to know if I know anything and I haven't heard this, but none of this would surprise me whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the answer, look, it could be just someone kind of like assuming it, but 
we haven't seen him attached to any big projects. And it's kind of weird. I would have thought that he would have been. So I wonder if maybe like he was and then maybe those projects just didn't work out and then he kind of got screwed. But I would have thought that he could have locked down, you know, a leading role somewhere or like a really solid ensemble role. But maybe maybe he got out too soon from Bridgerton and he no, thought he did for sure. Like, you know, I bet he was like, I don't want to get typecast as like the Bridgerton guy. And then so he kind of like bet against the show. And then, you know, now he's, I guess. Lost. We'll see. <laughs> he bet yeah. against the show and lost. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I just kind of like wanted to put that out into the universe to see if anyone else had heard anything about this. I literally just got this DM like 20 minutes ago. So I haven't really had time to ask around. But like I said, none of the information in this DM surprises me one bit. He did the person claim to know for like, were they, did they work in the industry or? Well, I said, did they, I said, did you hear from a reliable source? And they said it was just casually said, Hmm. not sure if the person I talked to has a source. So basically it was something that somebody casually said, but I mean, I feel like it's like a very definite statement to just make. So, and again, like none of it would surprise me. Like, you know, there were a lot of rumors that his ego got ahead of him and that's why he decided to not return in season two. And, you know, everyone sort of like fought that, that piece of gossip when it was first revealed that he wouldn't come back because they said in the books, he's not the book, the, the book that they focused on in the last season wasn't about him anyway. So, right. but, but his, but still, like, I felt like we needed to see, we needed him to show face at some point. Like she was always alone. Yeah. So every time we saw Daphne, she was like alone and she never even made an excuse really for like where he was. So I think it, even though that the second season wasn't focused on them, it would have been nice to for him to show face to complete the story. And if he had agreed to film the second season, I'm sure he would have gotten, you know, some airtime. She had a lot of airtime in season two, I thought. Right. I mean, I think that, like, the danger of – I mean, obviously every young actor wants to be cast in a show like Bridgerton. But the danger of that is that, like, for example, you're always kind of going to think of Chase Crawford as Nate Archibald. And I feel like he thought – uh, Roger John Page, I think, thought that he could kind of transcend that, but for whatever reason, it didn't like pan out. And you know, I think it uh, didn't work. By the way, the new the new Gossip Girl is filming on the Upper East Side tomorrow, June seventh. Um, it is actually filming all week on the Upper East Side in like the eighties in Madison, between Madison and Park. So I plan to be stopping by. They've been filming a lot. I'm I'm excited for the new season. I really enjoyed the first season of Gossip Girl. I really liked it. I think so, it was a good show. I mean, yeah, me too. Not all, you know, it's so interesting, like, what makes a good show. It's like sometimes a bad show can be a good show because it was what it was trying to be. <laughs> I you know think. what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I the teachers being you. weird in Gossip Girl. Well, yeah. They did that on purpose. So, right. It's like a little annoying when people complain about that kind of thing to me because I'm like, yeah, they they made that decision. So we kind of just have to like judge it within, you know, what we're getting. Yeah. And also, I feel like that the rest of the story and the rest of the cast are so good that it makes up for the fact that the teachers are weird and annoying. Like it doesn't even yeah. matter. Do you know what I mean? Like who cares? They are weird and annoying, but... Right. It's like it right. doesn't even matter because I love seeing like all the places that they are in in New York City. I love all the name dropping of New York City hotspots. I love the fashion. I love the, I love the cast. I think so all that makes up for like the weird teachers. So Yeah, the production value definitely yes. <laughs> definitely makes up for the weird the weird teachers. Totally. Right. DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. Classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. What's your favorite casino game, Ferris? Oh, you know it's roulette. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Same. 
Roll it like roulette, baby. Put it all on red. Put <laughs> what numbers are you playing, Ferris? I'm playing six and eleven and uh, sixteen. I'm playing four. All my right. favorite number. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code Do You. New players get an instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars in casino credits when you deposit five dollars or more. That's code D E U X U. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within seven days, 168 hours of registering a new account. Max, match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024. So the next piece of information I received and it hasn't been announced yet is that Lily James and Michael Schumann that's her boyfriend are engaged really I like Lily James she's definitely having I feel like a little bit of a moment she gets a lot of shit I don't know if you know that maybe I just know it because the Sebastian Stan fan base is so passionate about him and yeah. You know, they were in um, Tom and Pammy together. Oh, my God. I keep calling it Tom and Pammy. Yeah. It's Tommy and Pam. That's the second time I've done that. Tom and Pammy together. So. So question. Why does she why does she get shit? Because I feel like people liked her. Like my impression of her is that people really liked her in that. Well, that's not necessarily why she gets shit. So first of all, she gets shit for what everyone thought was a staged relationship with Chris Evans in 2020. Oh, okay. Then she got shit for her alleged affair with Dominic West. I think shortly after that started dating Michael Schumann. But she was seen like you saw that picture of her at the Vanity Fair Oscar after party. She looked a little intoxicated and she was sort of like hanging all over Sebastian Stan. So there were rumors... Right. So there were kind of rumors that, you know, she seems like really into him, into Sebastian. But her boyfriend was stand. Meanwhile, if I don't know what her I never knew what her new boyfriend really looked like, but her boyfriend was standing like two feet away in the picture. So, you know, I kind of got like wrapped up in just focusing on Lily and Sebastian in the picture. So even, I'm guilty of like, you know, posting it and sort of like playing into that narrative without realizing her current boyfriend now fiance were also in the picture so she just like right gets around I guess yeah I I mean it kind of sounds like because maybe he doesn't have like the the fiance maybe he'll like put up with that kind of thing because for the name recognition um is that a possible theory I mean no, I think that, you know, obviously if they're engaged, they're, they're a lot more serious than everyone realized. So who cares if she's like, you know, a little overserved and hanging on a co-star? Maybe, you right. know what I mean? Like he doesn't care. You know, he is in Queens of the Stone Age. So he he's not just like a normie, like he's a musician. Right, right. He has like his own, he has his own thing going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're engaged. I think people will be interested to know that. I am actually I am actually interested to know that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching that one closely because <laughs> you don't think they'll make it down the aisle. I look, I you briefed me on Lily James a little bit more than I was aware of her. Like obviously I know who she is and like I watched Tom and Pammy and Oh my god, now I'm calling it Tom oh and Pammy too. I watch it. Yeah. I <laughs> Why do I want to call it that too? I know it anyway, rolls off the tongue. It does. They should have. They should have changed it to that. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, but I now I'm like kind of a little bit more intrigued by her backstory. And yeah. I am going to be watching. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna do some research on on these two actually. I'm curious. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the next piece of information I just want to put out there. I mean, this has been discussed on my Instagram account. If you tuned into my live last night, I discussed it. And I kind of want to take back everything I said last night. It's about Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. So Michael, somebody sent me a sighting and said, Michael B. Jordan um, was sitting courtside at the Warriors versus Celtics game in San Francisco tonight. This was, I think, last night or Sunday night. Michael B. Jordan looked happy despite breakup rumors. Now, what I want to say about that is since... I was I was given this sighting. I have heard from a few people that he is actually seeing somebody else. Oh, so you have a name. I don't have a name. And of course, again, it's like rumors, alleged information. I don't know in what context he's seeing. He's seeing this person. I don't know if it's like, you know, they're just chatting. I don't know if they went out on a date. I don't know if they've hooked up. I don't know if they've had sex. I don't have the details. But the point is, I was under the impression, and I said this last night, that there was something sort of off about Michael and Lori's relationship to the point where I thought, and I never admit this, that it could have been a PR relationship. Interesting. So I thought there was something off about it, but it wasn't that. I just think that they were like... And I know that they said this is like why they broke up. I really do feel like they were sort of in two different places in their lives. And it just always felt to me like two really attractive people dating, but like almost not for PR, but like the PR didn't hurt, but because they're like really attractive and like it's fun. I never really got like a huge like, you know, deep, deep relationship from them. But like I didn't – I also didn't get like contractual. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking because I actually, I always say, you know, I don't ever think these celebrities, and I don't want to say never, I'm going to say, let's say majority of celebrities are together under contracts. I think that they get together because they genuinely like each other and there are PR advantages for certain couples to be together and they, they exploit that and they use that, you know, for their own celebrity and I, th- that's what I kind of meant by Lori and Michael. But now I'm taking that back. I think that they really were genuinely together. And I think that they were at two different places. Her place maybe being that she wanted to take things one step further. And his place being he wasn't interested. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean she is like a little bit I mean she's younger than him like they really are in two different places they're sort of in like that key decade between the 20s and 30s which like your life really changes and I'm sure as a celebrity it's even more vast but okay my question is if things are not ever explicitly contractual and they're ultimately isn't what's the difference between like incorporating the, the PR benefits into someone into like two people's decision to date and just sort of like the way that you would pick a person filling, you know, filling in with your life. Well, you know, like for the average person, it's like, Oh, would they fit in with my friends? But for a celebrity, it's like, would they fit in with my like, you know, image, with their image. Yeah. With yeah. Their image. So like, I think like a good example of that is I think that, Ben and JLo getting back together. I think that there is a genuine love there and they got Agreed. back together because they are each other's person. But I do think that they use their rekindling to their advantage in a PR way. Right. Then there's relationships like Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens, where I think they were, it was suggested that they become a couple for the show. Would you put like Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson yes. in that? Okay. Yeah. So like the real, like I almost feel that those are 
a little bit old school. I feel like the stu- like celebrities are so much more independent now because of social media that there's like almost more options for them. Well, I think a, a more recent example of what we're discussing would be Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes getting together. Right. For their well, show. Well, they're also like young. It works with younger people. Right. Also. So exactly. So back to Lori and Michael, like, you know, you're right. Like what would be the advantage? Now I discussed this last night. I didn't, I didn't know this. My, my followers told me this last year when they got together. So it was very funny to look at the trajectory of like people's interest in Michael B. Jordan in my emails. I Mm -hmm. put in the search bar, Lori and Michael. And in December of 2020, people wanted to know who Michael B. Jordan was dating. I received emails like, do you know who Michael B. Jordan is dating? And then boom, in January 2021, the emails were about him and Lori. So mm-hmm. I just thought that that was like really interesting. And, you know, there were people in my emails that were saying they were 100% real. They love each other. There were people in the email saying they thought they were PR. Now, one of the reasons that people thought that they were PR because and I didn't know this. That My followers told me this. Um, I guess in the fandom in because he's he was a superhero, right? He was in. Right one of the superhero movies in the fandom people felt that in his personal relationships he preferred to not date black women and people in the fandom I'm assuming um I guess question that why Mm. why doesn't he like to date black black women so I said this last night like you know maybe his team maybe you know, his PR team, maybe his management team got wind of, you know, the fans feeling this way. And then boom, he started dating Lori. So I don't know if that's true. All of this is speculation. I'm just like putting the pieces together based on information that my followers have told me and based on, um, you know, emails I've received. So I don't know. I think that could be a possibility. Yeah, I mean, you kind of actually you swayed me uh, in terms of like <laughs> thinking about. I mean, not not definitively, but you have presented evidence that to me suggests that it might lean more like PR beneficial. Maybe there should be like a scale, like you rate the like where it's like from one to five. Like one is like pure true love. Maybe there's like a little bit of a benefit, but it's not, um, you know, it's really not like, let's call it like the Ben and JLo. Like it's really not the the main driver like whatsoever. Um, and then five is like, you know, Kristen and, and Robert Pattinson. Um, and then you can kind of like rate how much you think is each, you know, how much factors in yeah I mean I think there's definitely a scale I don't think it's a one one word answer versus the other so you know I don't know they they have to fit somewhere on the scale I just think that the chatter about his personal life and then her kind of showing up out of the blue I mean I'm sure they knew a lot of people in common I'm sure he knew who she was um, I don't know, but it doesn't You're matter anyway. Me at because... Like a four on the scale, <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway because they're done, and he's right. apparently <laughs> moved on. So right. you know, which leads me to believe that the way they broke up, and and also she scrubbed him from her Instagram, so she's mad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the way the way that the breakup went down, and now hearing that he's you know, talking to other women makes me think it was more real than not. So it's just, you know, it's just interesting to hear all the different sides. And I guess, you know, you guys can decide for yourself what you think. Yeah. Let, yeah. DM what number you think it is. On the scale. <laughs> Wait, so what's the scale? One is no One is PR. Like JLo okay. and Ben, where it's like true or maybe someone even like less, you know, um, less out there and then five is like full contractual four I would say is like maybe there's some plausible interest but it's like 
if there were no PR involved, it wouldn't be happening. Three is like 50-50. And then maybe two, I would say, could be like, um, I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to come up with an example like off the bat. But it's like definitely more in the love than the PR benefit. Maybe like a Penn Badgley and Blake Lively back in the day. Okay. So uh, you're uh, you're putting Michael and Lori at a three? A four. A four. Well, okay. uh, starting this conversation, I would have put them at a three. And after your evidence, I'm kind of putting them at a four. Okay. Well, everyone could DM me what they think. Maybe I'll have to type out your scale people love a scale do you know what I mean scale really helps just see things clearly it does want more from delivery you can get it with dash pass by doordash looking to save on delivery dash pass is your door to zero dollar delivery fees and more on doordash I'm obsessed with DoorDash, aren't I, Ferris? You love nothing more than a DoorDash day. I can save money on delivery and have everything I'm craving delivered right to my door. Speaking of cravings, the last time we ordered, what did we get, Ferris? You were here. You were like, I need a burger and fries. I just need a burger. Where should I order from? And I was like, what about the diner? And you said, oh, yeah. I'll just door dash it. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened. We did. And you were like, are you going to eat anything? And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I literally had the worst day and ate all of your fries. You did. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every door dash order. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, and all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash. Use code DOYOU and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I'm curious about your opinion on what happened with Matthew Morrison. Somebody... Yeah, somebody actually sent me this. This isn't this was public. This was on somebody's Instagram account. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Somebody said they put up the Instagram post with the Matthew Morrison quote that says, It's really unfortunate that I have to sit here and defend myself and my family against blatantly untrue statements made anonymously but I have nothing to hide. And then somebody posted that with the caption. He grabbed my mom's butt at the Emmys when he was there with his girlfriend without even knowing my mom or being introduced to her back when I was 16. But yeah. Okay. Mr. Innocent. LOL. Wow. Um, I mean, this is one of those like really hard things. I think it's like, I hate to use this phrase, but I do always sort of think where there's smoke, there's fire. And you don't get like a lot of similar allegations about someone without someone having had a certain, probably having had a certain experience. Um, But again, I don't, I also don't, you know, want to make assumptions about anyone without knowing like as much as I possibly can learn so I don't really 
I don't know. What do you think? I agree with your statement that where there's smoke, there's fire. And we could just leave it at that. And I also, you know, I talked about this last week. I heard that he was sort of being an asshole about COVID protocol. And I heard that 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 was also um, accurate information. So maybe it was a combination of him just being difficult with protocol. Plus, you know, you're not supposed to text contestants. I mean, that has to be a rule. So maybe both things got him the boot. Right. It's it's sort of like a, an entitlement theme almost. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, sometimes you just got to look at like the pattern. And again, like we're not sentencing anyone to any sort of like real punishment, but like you can have whatever opinion in your head. Right. You right. know, based on what's out there. I also wanted to just one more thing to touch on before we get into two things I really am excited to talk about. Um, last week, the cheating comedian reappeared. I don't know if you're familiar with this storyline, but back in March, somebody sent me a DM about a cheating comedian. Um, uh-huh. And the story like won't die to the point where I think that people are like, punking me like I think I'm being like punked by the internet because it literally like every time I talk about it in the podcast somebody new dms me so somebody listened to the podcast last week and they dm'd me and they said is cheating comedian blank confirmed from a friend he cheated on his wife two weeks ago and I wrote two weeks and like I don't even know I can't even go Uh on with the conversation because at this point it's just so fucking crazy to me. And I feel like there must be some sort of agreement between them. Interesting. I usually tell the guest who the cheating comedian is before the episode, but I forgot to tell you. Okay. Who who is it? (laughs) Well, (laughs) is there any, is there any circumstance under which you would confirm? Like, let's say it it was, it came out. Yeah. If it came out, if they divorced, if they okay. divorced, yeah. Okay. What if, like, someone got a picture? Oh, picture for... Pff, yeah. Picture would be great. Well, if he's yeah. such a, he's such a you know, f- liberal cheater, maybe someone in the audience, you know... No, I think... Well, I think the cheating occurs back at the woman's residence. I don't think it's, like, out in the open. I think it's just between right, the two like, of them the women, if it happens. The women are there. Yeah. You know, I've never had anyone who's hooked up with a celebrity. I've had many people message me describing what it's like, but I've never had. Actually, that's not true. I was going to say I never had anyone send video or picture evidence. That's not true. I did have someone send me a video. This is crazy. And it was a blind item. I had somebody send me a video of their friend in a hotel room with an actor oh my god who was cheating on his wife they weren't hooking up it was just him it was just him in the hotel room like walking around Uh but i made it a blind item it was old we're talking like two 2020 blind item i don't know if if anyone who was following them is it army hammer no no it was that how weren't there like pictures in a hotel room Am I wrong? Um, I never posted any, but I mean, there was a lot of stuff going around about Army Hammer. So yeah. I'm sure there were there was there was a video of him in a car doing drugs. Maybe me. I feel like I'm picturing a celebrity in a hotel room. No, you've nobody's ever seen this video because okay. the person, the the woman who took it sent it to her. Friend no, I'm thinking of Army Hammer's Finsta where he had a picture him of himself. In a hotel room. Oh, Do you remember yes, when yes. that was like findable? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's what it was. Yes. No, this is somebody who is a television actor. He was on a long running television series that I'll tell, I could say it now. It's been so long. That was on CBS that mm-hmm. a lot of people watched. Like it was a family show. But he was on this show. He was married with a kid. He would go on Tinder. I believe, um, and meet women and hook up. And wow. this one woman 
took a video of him in a hotel room. They weren't doing anything in the hotel room. He was just like pacing or like walking around and talking. Mm. Um, but her friend sent it to me. So that's the only time that anyone has actually like ratted out a celebrity with photographic evidence. So right. I don't think that we'll, we will get any photographic evidence of the cheating comedian. Have you, um, have you ever gotten like John Mayer stories before? Oh yeah. Tons. I'm sure those are good. Or Leo. Leo. I feel like I've read Leo stories. Yeah. I mean like the traditional Leo stories are of him having sex with the headphones. Yeah. Actually speaking of Leo, that's who I want to talk about next. Somebody, but this, this is not, (laughs) I love a segue. I love when a guest makes a segue, then they don't even realize it. I didn't even Um, need to. No, I love it. So I'm going to read you the DM, but this is not even like the part about Leo isn't even what got me so excited about this DM. So let me just read it to you. Somebody says, just listened to your podcast episode from a few weeks ago where you talked about possibilities of Leo cheating on his current girlfriend. And I had to DM you about this. I had no idea he was in a relationship, but a few weeks ago. He was staying in Sandra Bullock's house in New Orleans, and there was another woman with a young child staying with him. After finding out he was in a relationship, I looked up his girlfriend because he and the woman staying with him looked very close. I had assumed the New Orleans woman was his girlfriend, and let me just say the woman he was with was not Camilla. It has been a few weeks since this, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. And I said, maybe it was a family friend. You know, I don't think Leo is going to New Orleans and has a secret life. Yeah, staying at Sandra Bullock's house and has like a secret life. But this is what I loved. And I said, I love that everyone stays at Sandy's house because I've heard this before. And the person said... Yes, multiple celebs stay at her house. Why? But but Leo, but Leo's <laughs> staying with just well then she's this person's still on the Leo thing. But Leo's staying with just a woman and her kid was definitely one to take note of. Yeah, I I was it's interesting that you jumped on Sandy's house. Yeah, I'm so like wait. who yes. is this older woman? Like first of all, she's older than 25 a I'm like what and then who's the kid who are they I'm very intrigued well okay so I didn't give a shit about Leo and the kid because listen let's 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 get real like is he cheating on Camilla what are the chances yeah they're pretty there's you know they're pretty but why is there a kid well I don't think he's cheating on her in New Orleans I want to know who's who stayed at Sandy's house so <laughs> I said what other celebs have you seen at Sandy's house and they said aside from Leo the other more recent one was Channing Tatum well what? they were in a movie together oh did okay. you know that called the lost city it's actually pretty entertaining oh okay yeah that makes um, more sense now. Yep. Chelsea Handler more than once. That makes sense to me. Jennifer Aniston. That also makes sense to me. And they also thought they saw Keanu Reeves a while ago. Huh. And then, were of they course, ever in a movie together? Yeah. Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves? Oh, Sandy. Duh, wait. <laughs> I'm like, wait, oh, okay. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay. Sorry. I'm like. Speed. <laughs> What? Speed. No, I know that they was were like in really speed. Stupid. Um, yeah, and the no, lake I, house. Okay, so my thought is that she's just really hospitable. Um, yeah, exactly. She's really generous. I, I know. I love it. I was like, who else? And then you also like, I you get to find out like which celebrities are really good friends, like Chelsea right. Handler and Sandra Bullock. I more than one thing with. Chelsea Handler and Jennifer Aniston both strike me as like really they're like the I don't want to say they're like the popular girls because that is connoting like not a positive thing. I think they're like the miscongenialities, no pun intended, yeah. um, of of Hollywood, the two of them. Yeah, I, I concur with that statement. I love that they're friends. Like somebody once asked me a long time ago, like which Hollywood friend group I'd want to be part of. And there's this, 
you know, pretty infamous picture of Jennifer Aniston, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Kate Hudson. Um, yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah, it was from a <laughs> it was from one. a party. Yeah, and I put up their picture and I said, "Well, it used to be this group, but I've heard some not so great things about." Kate Hudson, which is really a bummer for me because I'm a huge Kate Hudson fan. I have a, I have actually a really interesting story. I'm like, do I? Yes. Wait. Is this okay. going to make me upset? Is it about Kate Hudson and is it going to upset me? I mean, it's like it is about her. Okay, go ahead. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So I know someone who once went to Kate Hudson's house, they were going in like a work capacity to, you know, have some sort of like meeting to talk about a project or whatever. And this person arrives at Kate's house to, I guess, have the meeting and they go in and Kate and I guess like the assistant or something was like, Kate is upstairs, like completing her dance class. Like she'll be down when like, you know, when she's done. So this person is like waiting in Kate Hudson's house over an hour for her to go finish her class. And and they were just waiting in their house for in Kate's house for over an hour while she finished her dance class, even though they were there for like a professional meeting. And I'm just thinking like that is just such weird behavior. Well, so that 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 incident obviously like put a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. Actually, I've heard a very similar story about Nicki Minaj. Um, really? I think it's a celebrity thing. Yeah. I think it's a sort of, you know, thinking that the world revolves around them type thing just from being a celebrity. Right. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it's like this person's like waiting in your house. No. Yeah. I know. I've heard the same story, almost a very similar story about Nicki Minaj. Although I will say Kim Kardashian, and I've said this before, is notorious for always being on time. And I think that says like a lot about her. I've heard that. And I feel like I've never heard a bad word about working with Kim Kardashian. And um, it, yeah, that that makes me like her more. Yeah. You know, I've never, I I haven't really heard people speak badly of working with Kate Hudson. It was more like, you know, she grew up in LA. Like she has a certain friend group. It was more like somebody had told me that she's part of like the bitchy L.A. celebrity friend group, which was kind of like not surprising. I find their friend group to be really one of the more interesting ones in Hollywood Um, because there are you have like people who are like semi normies mixed in Um, like Jamie Mizrahi was like a normal you know, she right. grew up on the East Coast like as a normal girl. I mean, she's really obviously very successful and and talented at what she does, but she, you know, is really in that friend group. And I find it interesting that there's, you know, that kind of n- people with quote unquote more normal upbringings were able to like penetrate. So it's because her husband knew Kate. I think that's what it was. Her husband grew up in oh, LA. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is true. Her yeah. husband grew up in LA. They probably went to like crossroads together. Right. And so it's like a yeah. vouch for situation. That makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, I think Kate Hudson like has her high school friends, which is like, you know, Jamie, Sarah Foster. Yeah. I don't know Jen who Meyer. else is in- Jen Meyer. Yeah. Like that group. And then I think she has her Hollywood friends. Like, you know, she is friends with like Gwyneth Paltrow and um, Jennifer Aniston. I don't, I wouldn't put Sandra Bullock in that friend group, but I know Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston are friends. I think like Sarah Paulson is also like in that friend, friend group. That's not the Kate Hudson friend group, like the other one. Right. Sarah um, Paulson seems so cool. Oh, well, I don't know. I've oh, heard no. some nightmare okay. stories about her. Yeah. But that's Damn. like for another day. Like night, like n- very 
nightmarish like work things yeah but yeah I I agree like I think the Hollywood the the women Hollywood friend group conversation is interesting to me I don't know if it's interesting to other people um but it's interesting it's like they all grew up there and it's I I find it to be really fascinating because they must just like have a whole like their reality must be very very uniquely skewed but in a in a way that I would enjoy observing honestly 100% like the fact that Jennifer Aniston and Sandra Bullock are like actually friends in real life is brings me joy for some very odd reason I know I think you know I am very I feel like Jennifer Aniston again is the is just very well liked and I I love that for her same and you know I've heard some things about Jennifer Aniston where she could be a little tough but same with Sandra Bullock but I think like in that industry you have to have a toughness about you to be successful well, yeah, what I've what I've sort of like realized is that like there's so much stacked against. I mean, even the fact that we're still talking about Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston when they when they really had very successful careers for so long, they didn't just stay relevant by accident. You know, they had to really be smart and ruthless with their decisions mm-hmm. and you know, I'm sure when we hear like, oh, this person was like difficult or this person was that, like, I'm sure there's many sides to everything. And if they were difficult, like, I have a feeling it took them a few difficult moments to keep themselves like in the game, honestly. 100%. And I would love to hear like Jennifer Aniston's perspective on that. She doesn't really talk about it that much. I feel like Sandra Bullock a little bit more, although she I haven't seen an interview she's been in for a while. You know Sandra Bullock will not speak to E! News. Why? I didn't because know that. her house got broken into, I don't know when, I guess maybe in the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, and they reported on it or they said something they weren't supposed to and she got pissed and she won't speak oh, wow. to them. Yeah. So she's a woman of principle. Yeah. I fucking love that boss. I love her. And you know what? And she's hospitable. So yeah. And I know God, maybe we have the best person in Hollywood. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I've actually like asked a lot of insiders about her, like what they, what their, you know, take on her was. And if I could still like keep worshiping her and they were like, yes, you may still keep worshiping her. There's nothing good. There's nothing bad about her. Um, so yeah. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is hopefully people will find this piece of information helpful, but a while ago, somebody messaged me about going to a private party at Drake's house in Toronto. Mm. And I just want to read the DMS. Hopefully this will be educational for those out there who one day wish to attend a party at Drake's house. Somebody says, I was at Drake's house in Toronto last night. French Montana was there. There were about 30 girls there. Open bar. Drake kept to himself, mainly smoking hookah. Mm -hmm. The house is fucking massive. It's not even a house. It's literally the size of a hotel. And I said, can you explain how you got an invite and the whole process? People ask me all the time because they do ask me. Um, And the person said, "Okay, so basically I can't say the name, but a Toronto restaurant and club owner brings girls who he knows. There's like four Escalades going from the restaurant to Drake's house. And I said, what happens when you get there? They said security outside saying absolutely no phones out. Then security walks you directly to where the party is. Like you're not allowed to wander. And I said, why do you think they invite all the women over if Drake just keeps to himself? And they said, honestly, just to sit there and look hot. Like the guys weren't even talking to the girls. They were just hanging out. There's an open bar with any booze you want. And I said, this sounds like an eighth grade dance. Was Drake with any women? And they said, none. 
He left at like 3.30 a.m., but the party went until about 5 a.m. And I was like, he like left and went to bed. And they said they didn't know, but probably. So I feel like if you want to get invited to a party at Drake's house, you befriend the owner of a restaurant or club where Drake frequents. That makes sense. They'll hook you up. Okay, can we dive in more to the why of it all? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that's yeah. where like, I'm stuck on that. Yeah, I mean, I think he just likes to be surrounded by women. But he didn't he didn't talk to anyone. He didn't hook up with that, anyone. That's what I you mean, know? like this re- random recruitment of like women to just like be in the presence. I don't get it. Also, the person said they weren't allowed to take out their phone but they did take pictures of drake's house and sent them to me now Mm -hmm. i didn't post them and i would never because smart i feel like that's private um to him but i don't know i i if i were a celebrity or if i were you know a massively famous rapper i would not trust 30 strangers in my house i don't care how how many security guards i had standing around or how many rules i made because someone is going to break the rule. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Somebody, somebody's going to not give a shit. Somebody's going to take out their phone. They're going to wander into a part of the house that they weren't supposed to. So I, just the trust level that he has for these strange women, like, that blows my mind. Like, let's talk about that. I don't care well, how many NDAs. that's why I don't really get it. Like, what's the benefit? Like, seriously, like, the benefit is just to prove that you – that, like, they will come? Like – what is the benefit when you're putting so much of your own security at risk? I, and you're I, telling you know, me no question. girl hooked. He didn't interact with any of these women. That's what this person said. Now, you know, I think he has parties all the time. This was just one particular instance. Right, true. And you know what? I do believe it. You know, I don't. I mean, I'm sure Drake hooks up all the time, but I Maybe think he's he had a, a little slow bit, night. Yeah, I think he's a little bit more discreet about it i think he hooks up with you know not one of 30 random women from a club do you know what i mean like i think he's a little more right then why bring them like that's just i have no idea weird like it's bizarre maybe he just wants to feel like he's at a party and like that's really the only way to do it that's a good point like maybe he just wants the party atmosphere and you're right that and it's in the comfort of his house and that's how you do it like how do you create a party you have to have a lot right, of people cuz he probably doesn't want to go to like a club or i mean i guess he why goes not? out a lot though he goes out right, he he's does. always seen around toronto um he's always on on some specific island and I, i'm totally getting this wrong um cayman islands no that's army hammer Maybe it's Turks. Yeah. He's always, he's always in Turks. Not, I think or Miami. Like he, he goes out. He gets like, out, he, right? Yeah, maybe he's he definitely like a, gets out. Okay, maybe his like thing is just like he needs to feel like he's at a party at all times, and this is just the way that it happens. I like that narrative. Like also, you know, it's much more innocent than it, it is. It is. Well, I think this is innocent. Like I know, like you know, he he has a bad rap, and I'm sure he, you know, he's had his fair share of being creepy but i I think honestly i really like drake so honest so do i about the creepiness it's more just like i don't understand like why he would do that like think about the behavior if you if you didn't know who who the celebrity you're describing doing this like you know buses of 30 girls to your house wouldn't you just be like that is really fucking weird and something's wrong (laughs) yeah like if you didn't know if it was yeah yeah but you know what like let's let's take like the psychological approach to it like maybe he just doesn't like being alone yeah yeah maybe he yeah you know know what I mean maybe he's a lonely guy who doesn't like being alone and he has all these people over till three o'clock in the morning until until you know he becomes a little sleepy and then he he dips out goes to bed and he's like you know like much like Sandra Bullock, he's hospitable and he says, yeah, like you guys can hang out and party the rest of the night. I'm hitting the hay. Right. I mean, I kind of get it. Like there is a part of me that like never really wants to go to sleep either because I feel like not enough fun has been had. Mm-hmm. So 
maybe he just like needs more fun before bed. Like maybe yeah. this is his skincare routine. <laughs> now I have a question for you. Would you rather be a house guest of Sandra Bullock's or go to a party at Drake's and really find out like what the fuck's going on? I would definitely rather be a house guest at Sandra Bullock's. It just sounds like <laughs> I can be sober if I want. I can take it. it. You know, it's longer probably like, you know, because if you think about it, like I'm going to go to Drake's house. It'll be a few hours. I would be wasted. Um, mm-hmm. And I probably would just be like not remembering anything. But if you go to Sandy's for the weekend, maybe Drake will even show up. You never know. <laughs> know. Oh, my God. Imagine they're friends. No, I don't think she'd be friends with him. I mean, you know, maybe he's got to quit quit it with the uh, late night buses of girls. And then maybe she'll maybe she'll she'll be his friend. Then maybe he'll get into like the Hollywood it girl. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a name for that group, too. I it's know like they've because they've sort of crossed over between, you know, the Us Weekly era and, you know, now they're still legitimate in the social media era and they have really racked up like a lot of cred in terms of, you know, their actual craft, which is acting. Um, so what are you know, what do we call these these unicorns? I don't know. It has to be like something positive. Like I don't want it oh, to totally. be like, well, because no, because I was calling the other group of girls, the like mean girls. I was calling them that. And everyone wanted to know, like, if you guys have been following my account for the past two and a half years, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. And everyone was like, who are the mean girls you keep referring to? Who are the mean girls you keep referring right. to? And it's it was like, like sort of that, like Kate Hudson, like high school, group of girls and by the way this is just what I had heard from people living in LA the reputation that they had I didn't obviously I don't know them personally um but yeah let's think of a name for like Sandy Jen like who else they're like the I mean they're like the living legends like Gwyneth I think Gwyneth could be part of that group for sure agreed agreed yeah I think that like the mean girls that the people you're calling the mean girls are just sort of like pre they're like a step behind the the golden girls <laughs> you know the, oh do you want to call them the golden girls we can i mean <laughs> i, I know make it them makes them sound, sound old? old i know i don't want to like age them maybe it's just ca- we call them the living legends or like okay i feel I like yeah. My my listeners are so crafty and creative. I feel like somebody listening to this will have a better name. But yeah, le- yeah let's sit on that and you know the head table. The head table. That kind of sounds like you can't sit with us though. Yeah, I guess that's true. And they you can sit with them. You just have to like hundred percent. You know, people you know, and back to what you were just saying about like how they've sort of like transcended like through the years like they've their staying power like I get asked about Jennifer Aniston all the time and my the main age group of my Instagram followers is 24 to 34 so that's like millennials and they ask about her all the time they're they want Jennifer Aniston gossip they want to know what she's up to they want to know who she's dating so you know I know this is like maybe uh not what like the the zeitgeist would say and I know she went through so many years of like um you know Jennifer single and miserable but I actually think that at this point some of the fascination comes from the fact that she's not with a man and mm-hmm. that she like didn't do that traditional route that everyone like projected onto her and how cool she looks in it agreed Agreed. And, you know, everyone's going to hear this and they're going to want to know, well, who is she dating? And I just want to say I haven't heard anything recent about her dating life except what I reported back a couple months ago. She was in Paris and Brad swung through Paris and they hung out. I think they mm. 100% still hook up. I don't I do think too. that. Yeah. And I've heard that from many people and it's not, you know, fandoms. It's like actual people who have heard that they have hooked up. I think I I love that. That's so hot. Yeah. I talked about it more on a podcast episode. If you guys want to go back and listen, I think it's the podcast episode with Kelty Knight. That's that's when the information was first brought to me. But I don't know who she's dating now. So I just want to say that because I know people are going to be like, well, 
Can she be dating Brad? You know what would be just like the absolute most valuable sex tape more than Kim Kardashian? Jen and Brad, like their first reuniting. You know. Oh my god! I don't know if I even want to see that. I'd go blind. I, I feel I, like it'd be I too know. much to handle. I don't. I, know, I just but like I just want to picture them making sweet love to each other. I mean, they looked at each other at the Oscars, and everyone lost their minds. So just yeah, I don't think I ever need to see that. I just want to know that like it's probably like the hottest point of the sun. I know. Well, we actually we're out of time. Oh, that's that's so, devastating. This has been I, so fun. <laughs> I know. I could talk about. I think I could have talked about Jennifer Aniston and Sandra Bullock for a whole hour. Honestly, I really I do. I mean, maybe one day they'll be deserving of a special. And I love that. Will you come back for that? Yeah. Why don't we do like Golden Girl name pending? <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we need to stop calling them that because I feel like that's not like they're they're worthy of more, you know? Well, we'll let the listeners take over. Okay, and cool. then we'll we can do like, you know, an assessment of like who's in the Golden Girls, like. You know, okay. give them I, – I don't want to call them that again. You got my point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. TBD on the name. Tell everyone – I mean, if you, I, I'm sure everyone knows Betches. Everyone follows Betches. But tell everyone where else they could find all the content that you're making. So you all know Betches at Betches. You know all of our our handles. If you are, you know, we have we have something for everyone. If you're a bride, we have Betches brides. If you're a mom, Betches moms. You know, we have You Up, which is our really popular dating podcast. It's amazing. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Sammy. On TikTok, I'm at Sammy Sage Says. Um, and my daily podcast is the morning announcements where I do the news with jokes and, um, try to make it as, you know, bearable to keep up with as I possibly can. And, um, yeah, that almost covers it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's more. (laughs) You're such a mogul. You're a media mogul. You, I mean, you, (laughs) I mean, congrats to you too on the book, the show. Like it's really like you have, thank you. I mean, you're a like a household name, you know, it's well, I mean, I don't know about that, but hopefully it'll get there. I mean, it's been a crazy two years. I'll say that it's been insane, like never in my wildest dreams. Did I ever, ever even think I'd be having a podcast? You know, I never even thought that. So it is so incredibly you're a household name in the households I hang out with. Oh, well, (laughs) well, thanks, Sammy. And thanks for coming on. And thank you guys for listening. Hey, guys, I just got a piece of information I think that you'll be very, very interested in. We just finished recording the podcast, so this is a little added extra recording. But word on the street is that Rihanna's baby name is Riza. It's spelled either R-I-Z-A or R-Z-A. But that's what it is. And for everyone who doesn't know, she had a baby boy. And it's named Riza. I don't know the significance of that name, but supposedly that's what his name is. Again, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.